0: Yo, 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 what's up, it's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 463 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Super, super crazy stuff. So I'm currently in Orlando, Florida right now. We're out here, when I say we're, I mean Yasmina and I are out here for a, a summit ran by a mastermind called Maverick 1000 that's ran by a man named Yannick Silver. And leading up to this Summit, dude, there's been some crazy shit, man. Like, So the last couple of days that I was in the United Kingdom, I reached out to one of my friends. His name is JJ. I actually had him on the podcast, so I'm going to be releasing my episode with him soon. And I said, hey, man, he, he's a six-figure entrepreneur. He lives in Soho, which is the Times Square of the UK. Really amazing flat. Or apartment where you walk down the stairs and you're immediately immersed into like that just busy area it's like really crazy like your brain almost like can't even believe it it's so weird to be able to just walk downstairs and like boom you're right in the middle of all the madness so i reached out to him and i said hey man can i stay over your place before i go down to the united states he's like yeah man of course So JJ and I have a really great relationship. Like this guy is a super, super dope dude, like invests heavily in himself, like successful entrepreneur, lives the kind of lifestyle that he wants to live. And we were talking about his entrepreneurial journey. And he was talking about how when he first started, he watched this webinar that was ran by a man named Sam Ovens. And Sam had talked about being a consultant and JJ made the decision right there when he watched that webinar like all right I'm going to do this I'm going to be an entrepreneur I'm going to go into consulting so what he did was he ended up buying this vacation or like this trip these plane tickets for this for him and this girl that he was dating at the time and he ended up quitting his job and now he's like all right I have 4 weeks to make to get my first client so I can make enough money to purchase the hotel to make sure that we survive in the hotel and (laughs) he tells tells this crazy 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 ass story and he ends up like making it he ends up getting his first client uh, within six weeks instead of four weeks but the vacation was eight weeks away Uh, meaning he had got his first client with enough to make enough money to purchase the hotel for the holiday or vacation that was going to take place in two weeks so crazy and we were just talking about the there's people that you said life is like a cold shower right where it's uncomfortable especially like if you're an entrepreneur it's like it's uncomfortable it's like it sucks you have to be able to really control your mind and you said that most people they sit in the warm shower or the hot shower where it feels good, it feels comfortable. You're like, "Okay." And you want to and a lot of people want to move it to cold. Right? Where they're like, "I want to take this cold shower. I want to I want to make the leap into entrepreneurship, but they sit in the indecisiveness where they're like, "Should I do it? I don't know. Should I maybe? I don't know if I should." And they're just like ah hesitant whether they should. And a lot of people just turn the water off and just stay in comfort. And stay in that moment of indecision for their entire life and what he said is greg you got to give yourself credit because you have you take that cold shower you immerse yourself in that that suck and you have to be able to manage your emotions in that time and we were talking about how i've been telling people that are important to me in my network my entrepreneurial friends who live in austin texas i've been saying hey I want to go to Austin, Texas in January, but I don't I – we'll see. I'll see if I can make enough money to be able to make sure that I can stay out there. People are like, yeah, man, that would be super awesome to see you in Austin. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, like let me see if I can make enough money if you can. Like I'm, I'm all for it. Like let's make it happen. But then after having that conversation, on top of like this girl, she's been reaching out to me and she's like really struggling with making a decision for her own life. And like there's something that's important to her and she has so much fear and she's afraid to uh, make the leap of faith and it's it's crazy. And I'm like, man, like, yo, you got to make a fucking decision here. But then that same night as I was about to like, you know, give her that advice, I'm like, wait a second. It's like, motherfucker, like you're about to tell her to make a decision and bring that water to cold. And sure, Greg, you've done that yourself. But like, here's how you haven't done it yet in this area of your life in terms of you don't have all the answers right now, but you'll figure out a way. And that's buying that fucking plane ticket to Austin and figuring out how to live once you're in Austin. So even though I wasn't ready that night, I was like, fuck it, dude, like, I don't have enough money to afford to live in Austin in January, at least right now in that in that moment where I was like, all right, let, 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 let's do it. Pull out my fucking laptop. I fucking bought that ticket. And it's like, all right, man, like I'm fucking going to Austin, Texas. I got to fucking figure out a way to make enough money so that I can make sure that I live out there and I and like that we're good. And that was that was pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. And now even my brain right now is like, do like, how are you going to do it? Because I'm going to basically be out leaving to Austin, Texas in about 35 days. How can I make enough money to be able to sustain myself and live out there? Uh, for that period of time uh, that i'm gonna be out there for for a month on top of afford rent for my flat out in cambridge so it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty stressful at the same time so we got to florida two days ago and we met with the maverick team right this is a fir- this is our first time meeting our team in person And we started off and we went to lunch and we're getting to know everybody, but I'm feeling nervous as shit. And as much as I'd like to be like, oh, man, like, you know, social skills and I'm super confident and I know what I'm doing and all this stuff. Yeah, to an extent. But this is something different. I'm extremely nervous in this lunch because here I have this opportunity to really shine and make a massive difference in in my life moving forward for the next t- 20 to 30 years where i can connect with super successful people i can learn so much stuff about business i can potentially have experiences that i will remember for a lifetime that are so crazy that most people would not even believe them because of how crazy the stories are and i find myself filtering myself i find myself Self Being self-conscious as far as what I can say, what I shouldn't say, working to – I like my charisma mask is back on. And I'm like, oh, man, this is like so stressful. Like this is like unbelievable. They probably don't feel that at all, right? So anyway, we end up having a a great conversation and like everything kind of like dissipated. Like the nervousness like started to wean off and I was able to relax a lot more and we're good. Then we Yasmina and I went on a walk with Yannick, and it was such a great walk. Just you know, really diving deep into his mind and talking about all kinds of deep stuff, and really, really learned a lot. Here's actually one thing that was really cool. Yannick said that religion is an intermediary to spirituality, but you don't need the intermediary to get to spirituality. So I thought that was really powerful. So then later on in, in the evening, we go we go out to dinner and on the way, like, you know, we're here with the team. And this is like, it's crazy because they all have deep seated connections, whereas they, they have connections with the, themselves, with each other. Then they have connections with the members and the people there all have like a rich history of all knowing each other for quite a while. And, you know, Yasmina and I are coming into this, like, not knowing the dynamic of the group of who knows who who gravitates more towards each other, who what each other's individual personalities are like, what their life experience is like, uh, what do they like, what they don't like, all this stuff, right? And and then even when they talk about members, like, um, I don't know that person, I don't know, like, and like they're just like, it's like so much to keep up on, and it's just like a little bit overwhelming, and um, and then feeling like self conscious again, right? It's like my stories like telling stories is like has gone out the window like I'm I'm like asking a lot of questions because I just really want to dive in, dive in deep and it was funny like <laughs> it's so funny you know, like <laughs> poked at me for uh, like asking all the questions it's super funny right because this is like who I am just like something I'm like I'm a very curious person so we have we have dinner and it was so cool because one thing I like about Maverick is they make everything very playful they make everything so much fun and and silly it's like The best way to put it is purposeful play like they are very purposeful with the play that they have like playing games over dinner but like games that really bring us together and i mean i forgot what the quote was but i think he said like relationships like great relationships are formed over unique experiences so they do their best to create unique experiences not only with the members but within themselves and the team so we got to experience quite a bit of that yesterday. It's just so much fun, so much silliness. And then <laughs> it's just so, still so intense because it's like, there's still a bit of that imposter syndrome where it's like, all right, like I don't want to be kicked out from the group. I'm afraid, like what? Not consciously thinking this, but maybe subconsciously is like, I don't want to be found out, but just going I got back to the room, just like reminding myself like, do you're a quality person? You've overcome a lot. You are enough. You are loved. And one thing that was really awesome that was spoken about at lunch yesterday was we're talking about like creative process and techniques you can do to be more creative. And one of the things that Yannick said was writing a question and answering it first with your dominant hand and then writing answers to the same question with your non-dominant hand. You actually come up with completely different answers because you're tapping into a completely different area of your brain, area or hemisphere of your brain. So this morning, I I wrote down, what can I do to make today a great day? So I wrote down two things with my left hand, which was something along the lines of being myself, not filtering myself, and I struggled to come up with answers after that. So then I put the pen in my right hand, my my non-dominant hand, and I asked her the same question. And I found I came up with completely different answers, which I actually liked a lot more, which was like trade your expectations for appreciation. Take some time to be grateful. Be in the present moment. Check in with yourself. Accept how you feel in the moment. And don't judge how you feel. Just full acceptance. And that was powerful for me. But I think the biggest mantra for today is just trade your expectations for appreciation instead of trying to look at their reactions towards me and to tell me whether I fit in or I'm good enough or I'm welcomed or I'm loved or or I'm accepted or anything like that. Instead of trying to like expecting them to like, okay, like I got like I won them over. I'm okay. It's like, no, like, let me just... Bask in this moment. Let me appreciate the fact that I'm here. I'm part of the team and we're doing some awesome stuff together. We're going to be changing lives and just being okay with that. So, I think that's a better way to go about it because you're able to relax a lot more when you don't have expectations. Instead, you're living in gratitude where it's like, man, like this is, instead of thinking, oh, what are they thinking or what should I say? I'm afraid or anything like that, being more like, okay, like this is really cool. I'm here with the team. Like these people all have their own insecurities. They're human as well. They have their strengths. They have their weaknesses. They have their things that they're self-conscious about. And just being okay with that. Being okay with just things unfolding the the way that they unfold. And being okay with how things go. And just being appreciative for the moment and not necessarily trying to cultivate this image in their head because I find myself so consciously slipping into creating an image of who I am in their head. I've always done that. It's the image that has helped me receive love in the past. It's helped me receive validation. It's helped me receive acceptance and it has been very effective. It's, it's worked and it's, but it's not me at my core, the true Greg and It's interesting that that's something that I defaulted to. So just staying in the present moment, accepting the now and and loving myself a lot more and letting things unfold the way they do. And if by me being myself, it causes me to drive a wedge between me and people or it causes me to lose this amazing opportunity, that's okay. Because what I did was, I just did us all a favor instead of wasting time in the future and having to constantly put up this front or pretend like something, whatever it is, pretend like something I'm not. It's like, dude, like that is that's so much wasted time that could have been spent on an even better opportunity that would actually be more congruent to who I am. And I'm not saying that. They're so much more different than I am. I actually like the stuff that we're talking about. Like, I really feel like these are some amazing things. It's just I think I'm just so much in my head, and I think I'm trying to force a click, a click, trying to force a connection to happen, and utilizing things that have helped me form those connections in the past. And instead, of just being like, no, just it's okay. He lacks. He lacks. And be present. And if they accept you, at least they accept you for who you really are. And if they don't, that's okay. Uh, You know, we're doing ourselves both all a favor. Because there will always be more amazing opportunities that come in your life. As long as you're a person that works on themselves, who is conscious, who works on improving themselves. There is an abundance of opportunity out there. And that mindset will help you attract awesome opportunities, and it won't help you be so needy and desperate with opportunities that you do have, which will force you to mess probably mess it up even more so because the energy that you're giving off, this sense of desperation, this sense of need, this sense of low self-worth, it's like, no, like whatever happens, that's awesome because everything in my life has always worked in my favor and it will always continue to work in my favor even if in the moment it didn't feel that way. So, just letting things unfold the way they unfold. It's not like anything negative happened where it's like, ooh, like what's going on here? Nothing like that. It was actually a really awesome time. It's just there was a lot of nerves on on my end specifically because of it's a completely new experience. Completely new. So uncomfortable. It's actually really surreal. Like, how the fuck did I get here? It's uh, almost, um, it's like really unbelievable where it's like this is so out of the realm of anything that I've ever experienced in my life and out of the realm of anything my family's ever experienced. I'm, I'm the only person in my family that's like grown their network who has gone out and met different people and has connections to people where you can put stuff together and you can call upon people to ask for help and all that stuff. It's like it's really, really interesting. So anyway, excited for – uh, actually, today is day number one of Summit, and excited to see what today brings and um what what we end up doing. So I can see some people are probably like, "Wow, Greg, you shared so much here. Like you gotta be careful what you say what if they hear this and all that stuff. It's like, look, it's okay. Like, dude, I became I became, I became an entrepreneur because I wanted freedom to be who I am. And I express myself who I am, like oh, but you might lose opportunities. You might self-incriminate if you do. If you say this kind of stuff, F- fuck it, dude. Who cares? I'm gonna live life how I want to live, and uh, opportunities are gonna open up to me the way they opened up to me. And if you live your life in a way where you are careful what what you say, and you don't necessarily want to share everything about you and your and your true feelings and thoughts, look, look, that's okay. That you live that way, like that's awesome. And I hope you're happy the way that you live. For me, this is how I choose to live my life. And if it costs me opportunities, that's okay. Because the right opportunities will land into my lap by me simply being who I truly am. And that's very important for me is to be my true fucking self. And on that, with I, I could end there, but I do want to tell a, a really quick little thing here. So I've been living in Cambridge, the UK, for the last two months. And I just haven't really been liking it. At first, it was cool, but uh, I, I realized that I really don't like it because it's a very small city, and you run into people all the time, and I don't get along with a lot of people that are there. I really I realized I really dislike meeting people outside of an entrepreneur container. I really don't like meeting a lot of people who aren't entrepreneurs. It's the truth. I just don't. I'd rather not talk to them whatsoever. I feel like I'm wasting my time, and I... Don't like them whatsoever. So I realized that I didn't like a lot of people that I was talking to at Cambridge. I was like, man, like all like, I feel like I'm wasting my time talking to these people. This is not enjoyable for me. And like, this sucks. Like when you hear someone's like, oh man, this person's really cool. You meet them and they're like the biggest disappointment in the world. We're like, wow, like this, like, how do you think this person's cool? And I was talking to my, my buddy JJ from the beginning of the podcast And I was just saying, you know, I don't like a lot of people that are out here, but I'll tell you what, I've been in the house a lot and I've been writing a lot and I've been journaling and I've just been thinking and I've been working through internal things. And I remember when, before I went to the United Kingdom, I was sitting in the backyard with my family and they're asking, what's the plan? What are you doing? Like, they were worried for me. They had some doubts. They had some fears and, you know, totally, totally makes sense, right? Because it's so different out of the realm of what they've ever done for themselves in their lives, which is totally, totally cool. We all have our, we all have our own paths. But um, I remember I was, I kept saying over and over and over again, I said, look, the, the, the plan is like, I really want to get to know who I really am and not have a safety net under me and to find out how I behave in certain situations and, and really get to figure out like, who am I? And the second thing is I really want to just be able to, Cause I know you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I just wanted to get Yasmina and myself in a place where we can be near each other in close proximity. And then that's it. It's like, we'll figure it out from there and we'll work to make something happen. And it's cool because I accomplished both of those things. And I had to take a step back and realize like, wait a second, like I did exactly what I set my mind to and exactly what I wanted to do. And if I, Really pay attention. Like, I've done that over and over and over and over again. And in Snoop Dogg's podcast that he did, or in Joe Rogan's podcast, they did with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg talks about this time where he came up with a song called Murder Was the Case That They Gave Me. But Snoop Dogg had never been charged for murder at the point of him releasing that song. And he said, sometime in the future, it could have been several months later, I think it was several months later. He actually got charged for a case of murder that he did not do. And Snoop Dogg was like, yo, I got to be careful because my pen is writing my future. And he had to be careful as far as like what he started to write because he wanted to bring positive things into his life and not necessarily those things. So think about what language are you using? Well, how are you speaking to people? What are you saying that you want? And. What are you? What are you writing down? In terms of what you want out of life, and I and I told you that I that story that I just gave was pretty jumbled up there. kind of everything was like kind of out of place there. But when it came to Cambridge, I wanted to connect with other cool people, and I didn't get that whatsoever. I got that I wouldn't say whatsoever. I didn't get that to the 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 depth and extent that I thought I was gonna get it at. And that caused me to really dive in deep into myself. And what ended up happening, ended up happening was, I became more aware. Okay, I completely forgot what I was saying. I had to pause it really quick. I I go get the door. But I I paid attention in terms of like, yo, the intention that you set before you came to the United Kingdom, like you you did exactly that even if in the moment it didn't feel as good as you thought it was going to feel like you had to have that pressure and that like those negative emotions to get you to exactly where you wanted to go and I wouldn't have done that without that so Cambridge get, gave me exactly what I wanted with my intention before I came to the United Kingdom the entire time and here we are really getting to know exactly who I am I feel better about myself and I still find myself slipping into old patterns, but I'm aware of it. And I'm working to, to get better and better and better and express myself a little bit more and uh, having more self-acceptance of myself. So uh, just be aware of what you're speaking out into the world, into the universe, and what you're asking for because you actually do get it. As long as you're moving forward, like it happens, but not in the way that you think it's going to happen for you at all. It will happen, but not the way you think it's going to happen. But keep that intention out there. Keep your focus towards that. And it will come true as long as you don't stop moving forward. So with that being said, I hope you got a lot of value from this. I appreciate you greatly. If you got some value, just, hey, take a screenshot of this episode. Please put that on your Instagram story. And uh, I really would really, really appreciate that. Tag me in there. And in the meantime, make it a great motherfucking day. It's your Uncle Greg. It's the first time I've ever said that. Don't know why I said that. Just kind of felt right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually a very proud uncle. All right. Anyway, that's a different story for a different time. All right. Talk to you later. Peace.